Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Listen up, San Diego. Stop what you're doing and listen. It's the end of the workday, but Gwen and Chris is just getting started. New Year, same Gwen and Chris. Well, you don't need a shrink to tell you that this guy's a raving psycho. With Tony Gwen Jr. And I'm definitely washing my, okay. my butt. I'm not. Very night. My it's butt is not night. getting washed. Number four. <laughs> Save that clip, please. <laughs> oh, no! No! And Chris Hello. I like that? a good tuna salad. Welcome into the happy hour, 6.04 on the clock. Tony Gwynn Jr., Tom Friend, Matt Scravey, Thomas Andrews, all in the building today. And uh, this is where things get a little bit wacky at times. Uh, Six o'clock hour. A lot a bit wacky. Start You start running out of gas. Uh, <laughs> yes. And, and things get a little funny. But we're not going to run out of gas today. We're going to talk about uh, this NBA logo a little bit because uh, the petition continues to grow. And people continue to uh, ask about possibly doing something in order to um, really that represents Kobe being Bryant the best way they can, and the logo seems to be catching uh, catching some some waves here a little bit. It's got to happen. It's got to happen. I don't. It, they're in my opinion, they're tone. The league is tone deaf if they do that. Don't do it. This I is mean, like it, the most progressive I mean, league out been, there too. There, there's been talk about the logo has been outdated for years. There's been people talking about it. But then here you go. It's just tailor-made. Can a logo be outdated, though? I mean, how long has Major yeah, League because Baseball had Jerry the Jerry West last played a basketball game in the NBA in like 73 or 4. I mean, you know, I mean, it's been a long time. Is you it know? outdated because it's an actual image of somebody playing in an NBA game? I mean, a, a, an image of somebody dribbling on the ground. This is a game that's played above the rim. This is a game that's completely different than when Jerry West played it. No offense to Jerry West, who I loved, but I'm just saying that it needs to be somebody. If it wasn't Michael, it has to be Kobe. And, you know, we were talking about some pictures. And we And this is when I wish this was a simulcast. So this, I right, so you can show see. these pictures. <laughs> but um, it was an iconic shot of Kobe dunking a basketball behind, you know, reverse. This, dunk- is, how, this is how you saw it. All right. Uh, you describe Thomas, it. Thomas, close your eyes. When I say Kobe Bryant, what picture comes in your head? Dunking a basketball. Dunking a basketball, really. What about you, Scrape? I'm closing my eyes. I see Kobe dunking a basketball with the fro from like 1997. Okay. Tom? I see see him having the ball cocked, ready to just slam it in, you know, just with some ridiculous motion. See, I see see him posted up with a fadeaway jumper. Yeah. That's, I mean, and maybe that's because those are probably that's probably Kobe towards the end when we got to see him. He was more fadeaway jumper. The, the dunks all came like what better picture than this? See, but I don't know if everybody would recognize that. All right, than this one. This that is the one they would one. 100% now, if we recognize had, oh, if we the had a camera jumper. here. 
I, a, I will describe. It's Kobe in a purple uniform, falling backwards with the 24, shooting. Backwards. Backwards, <laughs> shooting, with the ball up high in the air. The other one was him dunking, looking cool. It's the old Michael cool. Jordan it's, fadeaway it, that he copied. Right. And okay? then the other but, one is him on a fast break, bringing the ball like down to his feet, getting ready to reverse dunk it. With uh, his mouth open. Yeah. It, it, the, you know, the, the typical it, Michael look he used to How about get. this one? That's at the... That's the also. That was one of the the better videos oh. that I hadn't seen yet. They were standing in the hallway right before his first also game, his second year. It's Describe in New the York. picture. Describe the picture. It's a shot from the backboard behind the rim of Kobe dunking it over the key. His feet, his his hands are like about six inches above the rim. Yeah. His mouth's wide open. His eyes are just like. They, his hands are six inches above the rim, but his hands are also behind his head. Behind his head, so he's got tomahawk. He's about it. to tomahawk this ball. He, they also need to choose a picture that could fit in that little uh, How about this one? rectangle. They can, yeah, let me just cut that out. You get it. It's another one from the backboard, and he's just dunking. I, I think you got to have something. If we're going to do the logo, they have to keep it kind of similar with with a with a silhouette of someone. Well, this that, is the one then. Yeah, the fadeaway is the, the fadeaway, one. The fadeaway, the fadeaway is the one. Great the vertical shot. fadeaway is the you one. You could put this on your, if you could tweet this. Sure. Show. In yeah, that, yeah, yeah. In that one, well, some of the videos that's been going on, in that one photo where he's, t- he's dunking it in the New York All-Star game, they're in the hallway getting ready to take the court, and he's just like grinning. He turns to KG, he says, man, this is cool. We're about to start in our <laughs> first All-Star game. It was actually KG, Tim Duncan, and Kobe kind of like in a little triangle. Before they take the floor, I thought that was pretty cool. That is cool. Uh, yeah, I like the fadeaway jumper. For, yeah, that's for the one. How long do you think it would actually legitimately take before they change the logo? And who is the one who makes the decision? The commissioner? I would assume that's the owners and the commissioner. Well, probably the owners would have I mean, to all agree on it first. Yeah, I mean, the commissioner needs to just be the the final say on it. I mean, this is NBA Entertainment, whatever. They all get together. I don't know. He works for the, he works for the owners, though. I don't know if he can just make the, that I one. I don't know if the owners have a say in the logo. I mean, you think think they make a big deal out of that? Yeah, <laughs> I do. do. Maybe they do. They're going to get a bunch Maybe of new do. money from the new stuff that they're going to have to print with the new logo on it. Yeah, that's true. Make that's a lot of money true. on it. And then, you know, it does, it does actually extend Kobe's uh, legacy because then you have kids asking, who's on the logo? Why is that guy on the logo? Why did the logo change? Because I, I know growing up, I didn't really ask who was on the logo, but I think if it changes and there's a lot of kids out there who don't know the history That's of it. You didn't ask. You come from a basketball family, too. I do. I do. And, and you didn't ask that. That was one of the questions I asked. Probably, is who's on the logo? Because who, who, what happened was I saw Jerry West, and you know sometimes they'll show that live footage of him dribbling yes. and it kind of goes into the logo. Yeah. I was like, is he really? Is that really the logo? My dad was like, yeah, Jerry West. That's pretty cool, though. I mean, Jerry West, like you said, he loves Kobe. He brought Kobe into the That's Lakers. Why he would have no fit. problem. Oh, he would. He wouldn't. He wouldn't have. I think he's had fit. his day. In the break time, email me those or send me those, and I'm gonna put them up on Twitter yeah. at 97.3 The Fan SD. And if you want to see our Mookie Betts or our Bob Nightingale interview with Mookie Betts, you can go to 97.3 The Fan SD uh, as well on Twitter because that is blowing up. Uh. Frank Vogel, uh, head coach for the Lakers, also spoke today. Um, and he was really just discussing what his team was feeling at the time. Uh, when they had, Do we have that sound from Frank Vogel? We do. We do. Let's play that real quick before we go to break. I don't think he has – everything's all jacked up on the computer right now. Ah, the old well, jacked up computer thing. Yeah, we got to – Listen, when, when, when Hank Gathers died – Okay, we got it. Oh, go Sorry. Go this Here's is uh, Frank, Frank Vogel, Vogel do- talking about an emotional time. Extremely emotional uh, on both fronts. Um, 
you know, it's been uh, something that has, has touched my family, being the father of daughters. Um, uh, it's been very emotional and, um, you know, something that you know, brings us together. Uh, and then it, 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 as well as the Lakers family. You know, I, I'm around, uh, you know, I'm around um, the people that were closest to Kobe, you know, throughout his time here. And, um, you know, it's been a, a, just a deeply saddening time for all of us. And that was the thing that stuck stuck out to me most, listening to even Magic talk about it. This team was in no – sounds like they were in no shape to play on Tuesday at all. Um, and we only tend to think about the players, right, because that's who are, is in the game. And a lot of the players didn't play with Kobe, they, uh, so it might be a little bit different for them. But those who were around them, that building, for, that entire Staples building – uh, all those people were a part of watched Kobe grow up. Yeah, from ages. There's a lot of player movement in in all teams, all leagues. There's not a lot of front office movement. No, in, that's in a and that's a that's a mom and pop organization. Yeah, and and that one and in particular is a family, family or, owned, or yeah, owned yeah, organization. Yeah. And, so. and I gotta tell you, um, I, I I was there when 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 Hank Gathers died in Loyola Marymount played their first game after that tragic death, and they played with a certain. Just there was nowhere. It was just free was the word that Paul West had used the coach. And Vogel needs to capital not needs to, but he if he's smart, you know, get these guys realizing do this for Kobe, play free, and that's what's going to happen. That's exactly what he said because he feels like this has uh, brought the team closer. Well, it's just strengthened what we've felt all all year about our our current group, which is uh, you know, we've become a, a family in a very short time, and. Um, you know, it's what you, something that you talk about in the NBA with your teams, uh, but this group in particular has really grown to love each other uh, very rapidly, and um, you know we understand the the importance and the opportunity we have this year, and um, you know this has just brought us closer together. All right, we're going to step away, pay some bills. When we return, Odd Thomas will join us with his NFL news and notes. But first, let's take a look at traffic with Sudi. 619 on the Dow, and your Aztecs are going to work. 17 rock. Zippo. As my man Chris Ella would say, 17 rock. rock. (laughs) I forgot about rock. They have held New Mexico for almost five minutes without even getting a bucket. Not even getting close. No. The shot was an air ball. They bricked a a layup. Bricked a fast break layup. Fast break layup. They're giving up offensive rebounds. The New Mexico Lobos are 0 for 7 on the day. Mm. That's a lot of shots without making one. A lot of shots. All right, uh, Thomas, uh, let's get to your NFL. Do you got to open yet? We still waiting on that? Mm. I thought we've decided that the season's almost over. You know, you should still get them open because, you know, we could use it for next year when you don't have to worry about it anymore. Just, just I saying. Uh, I don't work that way. You know what? You've been doing a producer show the last it's couple okay. days. Don't, no, I will no, make no. an excuse for you this time. Don't make an excuse because then I'll never get to do both shows again. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, let's get to the NFL news and notes. Uh, Thomas? Thanks, Tony. And Tom. <laughs> you bet. Uh, with the big game this <laughs> weekend between the 49ers and Chiefs, uh, Now, I've never been to Radio Row, but it seems like a chaotic place, but exciting. So naturally, everyone and anyone is there, and everyone's got some comments about the game. Remember the guy throwing up the X before Des Bryant? That'd be former Chiefs uh, return specialist, the X Factor, Dante Hall. Now, he was at Radio Row this week, and he kind of gave his insight on um, who he thinks is going to win this game. And here's what he had to say. Simple math, math. 
You can't stop all the weapons. You look at the Chiefs' offense, it's just too many guys. You can double-team two guys, and then you have two other guys that can beat you, not even including the quarterback, who can beat you if you shut down, say, three weapons. I just think the Chiefs possess too many weapons for this defense. Even though this defense is potent, I just think the Chiefs possess just way too many uh, nuclear weapons. Sorry, I didn't ask someone who played a long time ago, so... <laughs> did, did, that, did that burn a little bit? No, yeah, it bothered it, it, it me. It sounded like you think he was going to say. He's a former chief, that, bro. Chief. That, but I haven't heard from him in like 17 years, so all of a sudden he wants well, to talk. Well, listen, if you don't want to hear from him, tell the hey, dudes at Radio Row not to have Kansas City him Chief and it's the first Super Bowl in 50 years, you're going. And you say, you know what, man, I think the, I think the 49ers are going to come out and win this game tonight. <laughs> I don't think he should have said that, but I think he shouldn't have talked at all. So. <laughs> it's just funny how everybody's been saying kind of the same thing. I don't know. I'm just I'm just here. Go ahead. Well, <laughs> I don't know. It's gonna be a tough game. It is gonna be. A, it's gonna be a good game. Oh, now uh, Stephon oh. Diggs, the wide receiver for the Minnesota Vikings, knows firsthand what the uh, San Francisco defense is all about. As they were kind of throttled in the playoffs by the 49ers. Yeah, he does know. Uh, here is Stephon Diggs talking about the Niners' defense being a problem for the Chiefs. That San Francisco defense, that D line, best in the league. Right. You know they got. Heck of an edge rushers, you know, they're coming off the edge. D Ford's back, playing at a high level, and they got some they got some underrated linebackers. Right. And even those interior guys, Eric Armstrong came and out. Bunker, yeah. They're underrated in the inside. And I feel like Patrick Mahomes can't escape the pocket. He can throw the ball extremely well, but it's all gonna come down to time. Somebody's gonna get home. They better hope so. Because if they don't get home, this game is over. I'm telling you right now. If they aren't getting oh, no, if the yeah. if the front four because that's the thing. If, if they got to bring extra guys, that's not going to work either. There's too many weapons. If they're not getting there with four guys, they're going to get beat. That's the whole – the Super Bowl is all going to be about the, the 49ers pass rush. Yep. It's, the whole, it's the whole game. And, that, and, and that's, that's why teams like the Giants were able to beat the Patriots. Because they, they could get there with four. They could get four. there with four. And that's what, Same with the Seahawks. Right. Get there with four. That so, way, Because the more guys you can leave in coverage – and not have to bring extra, the more difficult it makes, especially if you got guys that can cover, more difficult it makes to, to the offense to move. But if you've given him one-on-one coverage with somebody, Patrick Mahomes is going to eat you alive. Travis Kelsey, that's why I've always people. I think he's the key he's, to the game. He is because, the key to the game. Because he's, good at, he's his safety valve. When he gets in trouble, that's the guy he looks for. Some would say the best tight end in the game. Right. <laughs> Some would say. He's not even listening. No, I, I heard you. I heard you. George Kittle is the best tight end in the game. We weren't talking about George, though. We were talking about uh, Kelsey. No, I know. I know. I just had to throw his By the way, New there. Mexico finally scored their first two oh, points. Yay! 20 to All 2. Right! Six minutes into the game. All right. To now, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo has gotten a lot of heat uh, during the playoffs because he hasn't had to actually lead the team as much because they've relied a lot of the running game. But... Uh, former San Jose State quarterback and San Francisco 49ers quarterback Jeff Garcia came out and talked about having confidence in Jimmy Garoppolo and who he's picking to win the Super Bowl. You look at what Jimmy's done the last two weeks, he's only thrown the ball 27 times. Patrick Mahone's thrown it 70 times. When you look at the last time that Jimmy was in a position where he really had to play solid quarterback football and make great decisions and lead a team down the field in a tight game. It was a month ago against Seattle. But that doesn't concern me so much. I picked the Niners because that's my team. And I do believe in in the in the fact that this is a complete football team. They play great defense, outstanding pass defense. They got a hell of a front four that's going to rush the quarterback. But Mahomes is a special kind of guy. He's like Russell Wilson on steroids. <laughs> 
Nice. That doesn't sound good for the Niners. I'm just he saying. Not be on st- he better not be on steroids and I can't play. <laughs> 49ers, he said, they're my team. Of course. That's that's hey. the only reason why he picked them, though. He said because they're my team. One thing people don't remember or talk about, when I remember they don't talk about it, is that Jimmy G has been in two Super Bowls. He didn't play, but he's got two rings. Yeah. No, he's no, got- no, no. He's experienced the yes. week before. Mm-hmm. He's been through it. He's talked to Tom this week. You know, there there are I'm, I'm not picking them. I'm not saying that, but I'm just saying he may be better than we think cuz Mahomes not been here before and, and and Jimmy has. That's kind of the that's I get your argument, but he was there. He's no, been he's, through he, it. He's seen the hype. He's, he's seen, like like Tom said, he's been through the the week he lead has. up. Not many of uh, him and Sherm have. He was there when Kyle Shanahan blew the game. Right? He won't admit to it though. He won't admit to it. No, he won't. What lessons? <laughs> We're still on the Kyle Shanahan thing. Cocky little. <laughs> Early, earlier this week, uh, Chiefs owner Clark Hunt came out and said that extending Patrick Mahomes isn't the top priority, but he said it'll be done before the end of the 2021 season. <laughs> but Patrick Mahomes came out and talked about he uh, wanting to be a lifelong Chief. The people are, are what really drew me to Kansas City and, and what uh, I hope I get to play there the rest of my career now. Um, I mean, just the people and how they they accept you, how they care about you more as a person than they do as a player, and, uh, and how much passion that they have for the Kansas City Chiefs is uh, it's special, and, it's, and uh, it's somewhere where I want to be for the rest of my career. Now, you think if the Chiefs end up winning this game, is there no way Patrick Mahomes gets locked up this offseason, you think? You have to. Yeah, they, 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 you they, would think they would. They should but be. They should be doing it now. It wouldn't surprise me if they listen. If you wait, you do run the, the risk of pissing him off. And, and him he's going like, to get super expensive if he wins. He's going to get Bowl. more expensive. So well, I, I mean, listen. At the end of the day, he's he's going to be the highest paid player, regardless. Especially if on uh, about nine o'clock on Saturday or whatever time the game ends, he says, "I'm going to Disneyland." You know, if, if, he, if he's saying MVP? that, if he's saying that, if he's saying that, they better just get it done. I'm walking out if we're going to keep talking like but this. He, but, he, but, he, but he's a he's a he's a small town kid. He he's. From, I was just getting ready to say that. T- small town Texas, you know Texas. And I actually heard his dad um, on the radio today, or yesterday. Did your dad get any hits off his dad? Did he? Did he? Pitch I, I think he, I think he did. Yeah, he definitely pitched in that area. I think I want to say he did. He did get at least one of them. He, he got a hit off everybody. That's a pretty safe bet. Yeah, for me. Yeah. I'm not really going out on the limb there. <laughs> um, I heard his dad talking about where... I bet you Tony remembers what pitch he threw. He probably probably would. Um, He was talking about how Patrick grew up and and what he saw going to the yard with him every day. His dad having to be a pitcher, running those foul poles. She said, so by the time it was actually time to put real work in, that was nothing to him. That that. that he had been there, done that, seen that. So it speaks a lot to, to... why he's having a lot of the success that he has. He has so much fun doing it, too. Yeah, he actually talked about um, getting some advice from his parents. This is what he had to say. The best advice that my dad and mom always gave me was uh, just to be the best you you can be. And that was in everything. If that was sports or if that was in class or whatever it was, just be the best person that you can be at that. Word up. I, uh, I looked up if your dad ever faced Mahomes Sr. Oh, and I don't see it, but... Since we're here, who do you think he he's probably faced the other league? He's who probably... do you think he had the plate most plate appearances against your dad? Gosh, he played so long. Um, who's a pitcher? Who's... Maddox. Correct. Tom Glavin, second, one hundred five. Yeah, hey, hey, check out the batting average against those two guys, Hall of Famers. His, oh, I want to uh, hear this. His batting average against Greg Maddox is four fifteen, <laughs> which is ridiculous, <laughs> with eleven walks. 
And then his batting average against Tom Glavin, 303. Lefty. I told you guys he was all right. He, he wasn't was, bad. He was pretty good. <laughs> yeah, Might have made the Hall of Fame. Yes. Yes, yes. Um, all right. So Back to football, sorry. Yeah, football. my bad. <laughs> baseball town. Where's my brain today? It's a baseball town. It's on the Chiefs winning the Super Bowl. No, it's not. <laughs> it's on Patrick Mahomes. So uh, a couple days ago, Kareem Hunt actually got pulled over for speeding. And when he was pulled over, the guy can't get out of his own so way. The, the officer found an open container of vodka in a backpack. Uh, he also Tony found, just threw his found weed in the car in his backpack and traces of weed. And this is kind of what the, this is the conversation that kind of happened awesome, between man. the Listen officer and the uh, and Kareem Hunt. Like this is not the way to do it, dude. You know what happened to me? Should be playing for a freaking Super Bowl, man. No, dude. I just bro, it hurts. I just thinking about that. It, it hurts my soul. Like you don't even understand. Yeah. I've been fighting a lot of lately, man. It still hurts me to this day. I love Cleveland, love the Browns, but you don't understand. I'm just the worst person in the world. He went on to say, "I'm the worst. I'm the worst person in the world sometimes." And you know, have you, did you hear the whole conversation, Tony? I, I didn't. Well, this officer wanted to give this kid a break. He did. I mean, he said, "I'm not gonna. I know you get be a lot of trouble. You, you get a lot of noise on this. If I arrested you, I'm not gonna arrest you. If you just get a speeding ticket, you'll be okay. You'll be okay. You're not gonna get in trouble. Speeding ticket's okay. But just make sure you don't have any other stuff in the car. I gotta check it." And he checked it, and he never—he didn't give him a ticket for the for having the weed. He didn't give him a ticket for the for open the container. container. No, he, he just—it sounds like Kareem but, Hunt's a little intoxicated. It's—it sounds like he's going through it right well, now. Well, he said he was struggling. You know, the he's, fact that the Chiefs are in the Super Bowl and he's not there it hurts him. Which for that. for someone who's struggled with alcohol, I'm not saying that he's an alcoholic. Kareem Hunt is or anything like that. But you're driving, you're you're self-medicating by having weed in your car and an open container of vodka because you're upset that you're not in the Super Bowl. Sounds like you got some therapy you need to go through, Cream Hunt. And I'm saying that seriously. He needs to get help before it becomes we don't worse. Know that, we don't know that he's not getting help. Well, the right problem now. is was- the NFL, I mean, having covered guys like this, I mean, they get so called help, but you don't get help unless you want the help. Oh, true. I mean, just going there is not enough. You need no. to actually have to be a willing participant. You have in to it. be a willing participant. Well, and then um, his former teammate who came into the league with them, uh, Patrick Mahomes, has actually asked if he still has any contact with Kareem Hunt. I've talked to Kareem. I mean, that, that's my that's my dude. I mean, it's someone that I came with. I have a great friendship with, so I stay in touch with him. But uh, people make mistakes. Uh, but I, I think with him, he, he's a great a great human being. He's someone that understands the mistakes he made, and uh, he's gonna do whatever he can to, to to come back from those. I mean, what else is he supposed to say? I, you know what? I commend him for being honest. He, he, a lot of dudes have been like, nah, don't really talk to him anymore. He's not on our team anymore, he, you know, so it's, it's not, not our problem. You know, I, I know plenty of guys who would have done that. At least he was honest with us in yeah. terms of his friendship with him. Yeah, That did not sit well with me. Well, I'm, I, with you. I, I'm going to the Super Bowl. I'm beating myself up because I'm not in the Super Bowl. Like, So you're going to drink and drive and... Well, there's obviously do, do we, other do, stuff going do, on. There's, there's, we can't sit here and start picking at somebody when we don't have the slightest clue what is actually going on. With but that's what I do. Should be playing for freaking Super Bowl. It, it's, it sounds like a dude that is, is, is feeling the consequences of his, of his actions. actions right now. So you go and you get caught again? I, I, I'll stop. I'll stop. I'll stop. It was at twelve thirty in the afternoon too. Oh my goodness! Need I remind everybody? Clearly, there could be something going on there in terms of 
He's beating, he's beating himself up. This is not something that's unnormal. I think you're feeling like that because it has to do with the Super Bowl. Like, no. I, I think ultimately if he'd have been like, you know, I miss my kids. Would 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 your 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 take would be different? But it ultimately, the 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 feeling is he's feeling inside is still the same. I think it hits too close to home for me. Maybe, maybe. So. That's is that all you got? Oh, that's it. All, all right. right, Antonio oh, Brown. Wow. No. That's oh yeah, what happened to him? Oh, I do have that one. I'm sorry. Which one? Speaking Antonio of Antonio Brown, lost Speak- souls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> former Pittsburgh Steeler, Oakland Raider, and New England Patriot. Antonio Brown was released from house arrest uh, just a couple days ago, and NFL Ro- NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell was asked about AB during his immediate appearance at Radio Row. First thing, hiring for your small business. If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. For all of us is to think about the well-being of Antonio. Uh, To understand uh, what Antonio is going through. Uh, we don't talk about the wellness of our players publicly, but I would tell you that you can be assured that the NFL and the NFLPA have a tremendous amount of resources uh, that are available uh, to all players. Uh, they are going to be made available to Antonio, and that we want to help get him on the right track uh, and get him in a position uh, where he is in a, in a zone where he thinks he can be successful in life. And uh, we are confident that can happen, and we want to work uh, to do that. And uh, from our standpoint, that's the first step. And the first step is making sure that we're doing everything to help Antonio. I don't know. It's I, nice I got, you're doing that now. I got, I got to say this, Tony. I, I, I mean this, and I'm not sure. About, I'm not a doctor. I just, I just stated how to express. But, <laughs> well, but, 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 but um, he must. He might have the CT. The things that the things that have been going on with Antonio Brown are not. This is not. He he hasn't. It's get, out of character of a. La, I mean, in the last year and a half, he has just deteriorated from literally the best wide receiver in football to, to can't someone. Even play on the, he, can't no one get wants him. Right. He can't even. He's not even close to playing a football. No. Game. Yeah. And, and the, here, the thing that the thing that tipped me off about AB was his father when he came out and said that AB is going to get some help, and then the very next day AB. Cussed him out on 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 IG. There's something wrong. That leads me to believe that something is going on, and I don't know what it is. And I don't think it's drugs. I, I, he I, gotten I, tested. I definitely he don't think it's drugs. I, I, not even close. To it's that. a I, mental. It's either a mental. You know, listen again. He's been hit a lot. We're speculating. Think about the concussions. But he's been he's hit had. a lot, and there's something. It's just, you know, I mean, Junior. And the, there was a lot of weird stuff going on with Junior. You know, yeah, yeah. Um, not like that, but. Weird stuff. It just manifests itself different yeah. out of different people. 
Um, I just want to say one last thing about the Cream Hut thing and him being down about Super Bowl. Um, I know a lot of players that if they messed up and not even in the way that he messed up and you know were ended up being traded to a different team and that team their team that they got traded from goes to the World Series they'd be sick, absolutely sick. And all his guys are on that team. All his guys, including Patrick Mahomes, he came in yeah. on the same rookie class. So. You know, there's consequences to your actions. This is he's feeling that right now, and he's just feeling it, making more bad decisions. Hopefully, uh, he can get straightened out. Nice work, Thomas. We're gonna step away, pay some bills. When we come back, twenty-seven to nine, guys. Twenty-seven nine Aztecs putting a whooping on the Lobos. We'll talk a little bit about Super Bowl prep uh, prop bets, and we'll uh, we'll replay Bob Nightingale for you in case you miss it. Gwen and Chris, ninety-seven three, the fan. Six forty-two on the clock. Tony Gwynn Jr., Tom Friend, and friends, all in the building today. Let's take a look at traffic with Sudi. Well, for drivers coming out of downtown, watch for a rollover accident east ninety-four west of the eight hundred five. We got the two right lanes blocked. Several vehicles stopped to help, and it's a miracle, but the driver's okay. CHP is running a traffic break. They're there to slow oncoming traffic. Meantime, a fender bender in Belleville Park to keep an eye on. It's just pushed to the right shoulder, south 163, north of Washington. And in the North County, northbound 5, a couple miles south of Las Polgas. Got a roll of carpet in the left lane and a hose in the number 3 lane. See the Vincent with Gwen and Chris, 97.3 The Fan. San Diego State currently up 33-15 with 5.29 to go. Uh, earlier today, we had Bob Nightingale to talk a little bit about this Mookie Betts situation, as well as the Astros' new managerial hire. Here's Bob Nightingale. Got some baseball news going around, baseball rumors, and I think nobody better to have on than Bob Nightingale. Joins us on the SDCCU fan hotline, Bob Nightingale of Radio.com, MLB Insider. Bob, how's your day today? Doing great. Awesome. I was thinking about a... uh... Before we get started, it's so cool to be on with both of you guys, you, you and uh, Tommy. I think I was thinking about, you may not know this, but going back, when I got to college, so 1984, I got my first job professional sports coming to Kansas City Kings, which are not Sacramento Kings. Who do I replace? The great, talented Tom Friend. I stayed there five years. Tom goes to uh, L.A. Times San Diego edition to cover the Padres and a young young fellow named Tony Gwynn. So five years later, I go to San Diego and follow Tom, Tom again and cover the Padres. This time, your dad's already a superstar, and Anthony's still running around in diapers. <laughs> yeah, going up so right. about 30, 35 years, so pretty cool, pretty cool. So it's, it's yeah. fun to connect the dots. What's and up, Bob? You came from you yeah, came yeah, to, good. You came to do the, the L.A. Times San Diego edition. Yeah. With Chris Ello, is that where you well, met Chris, Chris? Chris was on the staff. Okay. That's when we met. Yeah. Yep. And, That's crazy. And then I, I covered the Padres, and then, and then Plasky, Bill Plasky took over for me, and then, and then Bob took over for Plasky. Am I right on that? Yeah, you're right, right? Yeah. Wow. Wow. Well, so it, connecting the dots was, all over. Uh, Bob, before we ask you, before I get into the Mookie Betts thing, how, how do you feel about this uh, Dusty Baker hire for the Astros? you think it's the right call? Oh, absolutely. Love the, love the move. He was the right guy. I mean, uh, you know, both of you guys know Dusty. And, you know, there's nobody better as far as, you know, melding a clubhouse and getting everybody to uh, play together. I mean, yep. he went through everything. 
you know, all the steroid stuff with, uh, you know, Barry Bonds and Jeff Kent there, the Pittsburgh drug trials. Yeah, uh, perfect guy. You know, it's a short-term fix, just on a one-year deal with a uh, with, with an option. But I couldn't think of a, of a better guy to handle this because this is going to be a nightmare for those guys on the road. What's he going to be like managing in the American League, Bob? Is, is it going to be a big difference for him? Obviously, the pitching situation is different. What's your take on that? I don't think he'll have any trouble. You know, it's a, uh, you know, he's got a talented team, too. I think the biggest thing I really do, Tom, is just kind of insulating those guys on the road because uh, I think it's going to be brutal. Yeah, it's when they go back when they go back east because it's going to be like, uh, you know, when Bonds was on the road or, or Ryan Braun after the uh, steroid yeah. thing and just everybody taunting him and, you know, yelling things, throwing things. So it'll it'll take a it'll take a while. He's got to keep these guys you know mentally mentally tough. Bob Nightingillradio.com joins us on the SDCCU fan hotline. And uh, Bob, obviously the, the rumor mill is it seems like it's heating up. It seems like it's getting noisier in terms of Mookie Betts being moved, whether it's to the Dodgers or the Padres. Are you hearing any other teams involved in this besides the Dodgers and Padres, or is it pretty much those two teams? Pretty much those two teams, uh, Anthony. I mean, I think. <laughs> I think the Padres made a mistake here in the sense where they kind of let out, you know, what they're offering the Red Sox. Mm. So if you're the Do- if you're the Dodgers, you go, oh, thank you so much. Now yeah. we know exactly what we have to beat. We don't have to give up our top prospects. Look what San Diego's offering, and they're even trying to uh, throw a bad contract in there, Will Myers. So uh, you know what I was told just as the other day was that Padres' chances were anywhere from fifteen to twenty percent. Mm. Uh, I like I like the Dodgers' chances much much better. What do you think the Dodgers are – I mean, you have any sense of what they're – I guess it's, they're keeping it close close to the vest, but what do you think they have to offer or are offering? Well, they got so many prospects, Tom. I mean, they're absolutely loaded. So they don't have to give up their top guys, you know, Gavin Lux, you know, maybe, probably not a Dustin May either, maybe you know, Tony Goslin, that pitcher. And, you know, but plenty of depth below. But what they can do, too, is where the Padres can, is they can take on the money. So they can take on Betts' contract, and they can take on David Price, too, if they want, and have both those guys. And say, so, you know, just like the old days when they made that big trade, uh, you know, with the Red Sox, you know, years ago, uh, you know, involving Edwin Gonzalez and all that. Right. So uh, they're, they're very well equipped to do whatever they want. Well, the, the, big, the big issue here in San Diego, a lot of people talk about here, is that do you want to trade for a guy you might have for just one year? And what do you think the odds are that, that – Mookie would re-sign with the Padres. Let's just say the Padres were able to swing it, or even the Dodgers. Is he a guy, or is he just going to just be? Is, is it going to be like a sweepscape? Sweepscapes like, like you know, what happened with Bryce Harper and Manny Machado and so forth. What do you think? I think it'd be a better chance, Tom, of you and me starting in right field in 2021. The Mookie bets for the Padres. There's there's no way in the world they're going to pay 400 million for Mookie. And it's going to cost at least three fifty four hundred. So I think it would be one and done. You know, the the packages are offering. I think uh, at first I said, why in the world are you are they involved? But the package isn't that great. And at least you you know you get Will Myers contract off your hands. So I didn't I don't think the offer is that strong. Then uh, it makes sense for one year. And the thing too with with the Mookie Betts is, you know, you bring him aboard. Everybody's excited. You sell a lot of tickets. Hey, if you're in the race uh, at the All-Star break, yeah. you know, keep him all year, then you at least get a draft pick uh, when he doesn't sign with you. And if you're out of the race, trade him at the uh, you know, the trade deadline, well, and you'll probably get a lot more for him than you give up. Bob, what about 
on the managerial side for for the Red Sox. Um, obviously, I, I we had saw the report come out that they could go into spring training without a manager, and I think that would just be all chaos. But w- what are you hearing on the managerial front for the Red Sox? Well, you know, Mark Kotze, you know, the San Diego Times, mm. he just had an interview there. Uh, you know, Ron Renneke's there, so they can always keep – they can promote him as manager or just keep him as as bench coach. So they don't seem to be, you know, too worried about it. Uh, they really don't. You know, I thought they might be waiting to see what happened with this investigation, but I'm hearing they're, they're going to get their wrist slapped, and that's about it. Nothing like really? the Astros. It, and the difference is, I, I think the what I've been told – is the Red Sox guys are staying together. You know, no one's squealing on each other or anything like that. There was no whistleblower like Mike Fires. Right. So everybody can just deny, 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 and say, hey, hey, try to prove it. And right now, I don't think they have much against them. Mm. You know, getting back to bets, Bob, do you feel like the Dodgers can resign? Are they going to, if they make this deal? Would they resign him? Would they resign? Do they want They didn't I mean, resign Machado last, that last time. Either. They did not. But where do they go with bets? What do you think? Oh, I think you would definitely try to resign him and could. The thing with Machado is they got turned off by him. Uh, you know, he, he didn't play well for him. And uh, there were a couple instances you know, they were upset the way he played, you know, as far as uh, just, you know, giving effort. So they never made an effort or else they, you know, they would have signed Machado. So, yeah, I think Betts. I think the guy they really want, to be honest, is Francisco Lindor. Just he's such a superb shortstop and just that, you know, magnetic personality and that charisma and everything else. And I think they'd like to trade, you know, Corey Seager and move Lindor, but I don't think Cleveland will move him. But, yeah, Betts, I think Betts fits in perfect. And he just, you know, he's such a superstar. I mean, they got, yeah, Mike Trout in Anaheim. And yeah. this, this guy's not far behind Mike Trout. Right. I mean, it seems like Preller, A.J. Preller is doing whatever he can to save his job. I don't know if it, he just wants the converse, the chatter with this, and is he really serious? or it's just, it's just, he's, he's just trying to put together this team that can win, and he's going to pull out all the stops. What do you think of that? And to, to an extent. I mean, it wasn't like a few years ago when he went, you know, got Matt Kemp and everything else and that blew up in their face and, you know, reset that uh, whole rebuild project. Uh, so I, to an extent, I, I do think he has to save his job. I don't think his job depends on making the playoffs. I think it does having a, a winning record. I think they can miss a playoffs, but I think if they have, you know, a stinker like they did last year, then I think his job, you know, would be in jeopardy. So it would be, uh, you know, Jay Stingler, the, the new manager. Yeah. So, uh, you know, this got to be signed off by ownership. I, I just think if you get rid of a Will Myers contract and the players are talking about aren't that big a deal, fine. Then you're not trading away some of your studs to get Mookie Betts. That, that would be crazy. Yeah. Bob Nightingale, Radio.com. Here on the SDCCU Fan Outline. Bob, before we let you get out of here, uh, the, the, the Astros, the uh, Diamondbacks have – Made some 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 nice moves here, uh, bringing in Bumgarner, bringing in uh, Marte in trade, and, and this was a team that played well uh, last year, a lot lot better than teams thought they were, or than everybody thought they were. What is their plan? Are they trying to compete for uh, wild card? Are they in contention in their mind? Yeah, absolutely, and I think it's a situation like Milwaukee, like you kind of rebuild but try to win at the same time. And so, obviously, you know, you get a guy like Bumgarner, and he's not the same ace, but he's a good leader in the clubhouse. The young guys can learn from him. So that was a nice fit, you know, in making the moves they have, getting the uh, uh, Marte, you know, two Martes. Yeah. So that team is probably going to, you know, predicted to finish second in the division ahead of the Padres. 
I mean, behind the Dodgers, they think they can compete with the Dodgers. I don't see that. Yeah. But they can certainly contend for a wild card spot. Yeah, no doubt about it. Uh, Bob, thank you for your time, man. We appreciate you coming on talking some baseball with us. Sir, my pleasure. Thank you, guys. That was Bob Nightingale on the SDCCU fan hotline real, earlier. Can I clear something yes, up real yes, quick? Yes, yes. It is highly unlikely that the Padres leaked anything in terms of what they would be offering. If anything, it doesn't doesn't benefit the Padres to leak it. It, benef- right. it benefits the Red Sox to leak it. So probably was the Red Sox. If anybody leaked anything, it probably came from the Red or Sox. Or agents. Or agents. Yeah, usually it's that. Agents that are, yeah. Are, are it's usually that. Yeah, that's, that's very true. Yeah. That's very true. You would know. No, just, just that, you know what got me? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you would yeah. know, actually. You've gotten your leaks from people you don't want to talk about right now. Nah. What age do I know? He said, nah. Nah. <laughs> that was funny. What's up, Boggsy? No, <laughs> just kidding. Just JB. Kidding. Just kidding. Uh, all right, so to close up the show, we just have a few minutes. I thought it would be fun. Tony sent us this last night. He heard about the prop bets, so we're going to go over a few of the Super Bowl prop bets. Real quick, will opening kickoff be a touchback? Yes, minus 150. No, plus 130. I'm going to say yes. Yeah, I'm going to say yes, too. Yes. <laughs> it's almost always a touchback. Yeah. Uh, then we go to, will either team score in the first five and a half minutes of the game? Yes, plus 120. No, minus 140. Ah, uh, yes. yes. You know we know what prop bet was interesting? If hmm. um, Who's singing the national anthem? Demi Lovato. Demi Lovato. Over yep. two minutes See, on I the national anthem. I didn't think you were going to want to do that one. Over two minutes is, uh, is the higher. Is the yeah, it's best. over two minutes, minus 220. They under even two had minutes, a scouting report on this. Like they had a, Dude. They had a scouting report that said her, her last one went over two minutes, but her two previous were under two minutes. Which is amazing. Like, who's right. doing this? Who's, who's doing, doing the homework this? on this? She's I saying, can tell you, because listen, one of the things as a baseball player, you have to be out there for every national anthem. 162 of them. Yes. And one of the things that we would like to do occasionally is time the net anthem. <laughs> how, about, how about this prop bet? If you get over oh, two minutes yeah. in an anthem, uh-huh. you are taking your precious times. Yeah. Well, like, yes. the ones that get to Marvin like 215, <laughs> you know, and if it's somebody like Marvin Gaye, please, by all means, serenade us. Right. Yeah. Give us, I don't mind those ones, but if you were uh, uh, Remember, uh, an, Fergie, an American Idol contestant. Fergie? What in the, uh, oh, doing the All Star Game the national anthem? The players were laughing. <laughs> how about, they were how about laughing. hey hey? How about this prop bet? Jersey number of the first player to score a first touchdown. That's a good one. <laughs> well, it's got to be either maybe fifteen. Does Patrick Mahomes count? Eleven as like a to pass? twenty is the one that's get the most. It seems like eleven and twenty. Guys. Eleven to twenty. Well, that's because they it's go one Patrick to ten. Mahomes. They go eleven to twenty, and then they go twenty-one to thirty, so on, so on, so on. Ah, yeah, eleven to twenty is safe bet. There's also a way you could bet on the result of the first coach's challenge. Overturned minus 140, <laughs> plus 120. I might have to do some of these prop bets this what year. What will happen just first? To make it interesting. Sack, yeah. What will happen first, a sack or a touchdown? Sack. Sack's definitely yeah, the first. I would have to think. Total touchdowns by two t- by both teams, over 6.5, under 6.5. Over 6.5 is plus 110. Under 6.5 is minus 130. I'll take, th- I'll, take the plus, I'll take the plus 110 on that. Okay. I'll take the, uh, the underdog, I guess you would say. We're gonna those, have to go over these a little bit more in detail. Yeah, because those are those that might be kind of fun. Whether it be a special teams or a defensive touchdown, that's one. There's got to oh, be one of the two. Nah, I don't think there will be. There's nah, still never been a punt nah. return touchdown in the Super Bowl. There've been some good punt returners too. Dante Hall. Oh, Deion oh, Sanders. Oh wait, Dante Hall never played a Super Bowl. <laughs> wow, that's so Bitter. mean. Will there be a two point conversion? <laughs> yes, there will. No, there won't be. Uh, that does it for tonight tonight's show. Tom Friend, thank you for coming in the hey, last three days. It was around. awesome. We yes. appreciate you. Yes. Thanks for Thomas having me. Andrews, Matt Scraby, fantastic mm-hmm. job. Same bad time. 
<laughs> Same bat channel. 97.3. San Diego's number one for, number one sports station. Or fort station. <laughs> I deserve that. 97.3. Pat, you guys have a good night. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.